Hi, welcome back to Eat, Live, Love, Indulge with me, your host, Kathy Wakili, the place where food, family, and friends come together to make the best recipe for life. So I'm here at my kitchen table and I am still in quarantine as the rest of the world is. So you may hear some noises in my kitchen in the background because my whole family's quarantined as well. (laughs) And since everything happens at the kitchen table, you may hear some stuff happening because they're making breakfast right now so Mm. since i've been in the reality world uh you know i i was lucky enough to meet some really wonderful people and um someone in the podcast world as well as well as the reality world uh i was introduced to by friend and i'm happy to call her my friend so my guest today is olivia caridi you may know her from the bachelor season 20. she was Mm. so-called the villain but the i villain. know her in a different way please welcome to the show olivia caridi how are you honey oh, thank you i mean yeah my family is also uh together all the time mm-hmm. i guess the positive is that we've been spending more time at our dinner table than we ever have so yeah isn't that the cool. greatest thing yeah, we're like setting the table and doing the dishes and actually cooking a little bit, which we haven't really ever done. Right. So I guess there's a positive in all of this. But um, yeah, yeah, the positives are harder to find every day that passes. I know because you're like, OK, the fun has worn off and yeah. I'm ready to get yeah. back on it. And so I thought today um, it would be great because you may know her from The Bachelor, but she has a whole other life outside of the bachelor (laughs) and her, you know, time on the bachelor. She is Mm -hmm. an avid traveler as well. And like me, she loves to travel and she is looking at her calendar and hoping when she could start filling in some dates to her next flight. So uh, as part of my travel Tuesday series, I, I had just been on like one of the most amazing trips in the world yeah, to South Africa. And it then was. not even, I think like six days later, this happened. Yeah. And now it just feels like, did that trip even happen? Like, can we do it over again? I know. Am I um, ever going to get back yeah. there? Right. So before we get yeah. into that trip, because I want to hear all about it. I was following right. along um, <laughs> on your Instagram. So I was like yeah. every day, like checking in and just seeing amazing. where you went next. Yeah. So before we get into that, <laughs> yeah. let's talk yeah. a little bit about how you ended up on The Bachelor, what you were doing beforehand, um, mm-hmm. what were your experiences was like, because, you know, I, I've been, been binge watching a little bit of Love and Blind, Love is Blind, and I know that yeah. you you have um, had some of those uh, contestants yeah. or those people on your show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know, Olivia also has a podcast, and she yeah. it's called Mouthing Off with Olivia. And from watching <laughs> a few of the Bachelor clips, I know now why they Doesn't say you have a sense? big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Not even because of you being so outspoken, but because your expressions with your mouth, literally you have a great yeah. smile. So Thank I you. say that's a, that's a positive there. So yes. tell us a little bit about your time on The Bachelor, how you ended up there before Bachelor, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, before I was on the show, I was a news anchor. Mm-hmm. I was living in a very, very small town called Bristol, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And um, I started as just a general reporter and um, somehow got lucky enough to be put at the anchor desk. Right. And it was really great. 
Uh, well, because you're a beautiful then, face to wake up to. You know, we, I've been day. watching The Bachelor since I was a kid. Uh-huh. Well, it did well. And I had like a little mini celebrity before I even went on the show, which was fun. Um, but yeah, my mom and I have been watching The Bachelor since we were young. My parents were actually married on television. They were the first couple, yeah, to ever be married on TV. Uh, and so I think like secretly my mom was always in the background thinking like, you should do the bachelor and like, maybe it'll work and you can have this amazing TV career. And also, so her, um, and my sister basically created a video behind my back, if you will, and sent it in. And I got a call the next day and my mom had been saying, there's a casting at this town. Like maybe you can fly there. And I kept saying, no, like be quiet. I love my career. No, but yeah, we, I, they got it. They called me like two days after they received this video that my sister made and flew me out to LA. And I was really late in the game. Um, I, there was like basically a week, maybe nine days between me leaving my job and me going to film the show. Wow. It it happened really fast. It was really fast. I barely even had time to think about it. Like if I had thought about it more and had more time, there's no way I would have done it. Right. It's just like so different from what I ever. Right. Yeah. But I didn't have time. We had to like get outfits because of course they don't like dress you and stuff. And a lot of people don't know that. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, that your clothes, especially there's no absolutely zero budget for reality. None None Mm -hmm. whatsoever. So your closet Mm -hmm. goes from a small closet to this huge, like over jam packed and your expenses go through the roof because they don't, there's no budget for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was like, you know, we had to have these like glam dresses all the time gowns and stuff, which like I don't have just laying around. Um, and then of course, like you have no idea where you're traveling. So you don't even know what to pack because you don't know if you're going somewhere cold or somewhere warm. So yeah, it's, I think people think that like, it's great. And they dress you like, no, you pack and three you do your own makeup and all that your own stuff. Makeup. Yeah. Um, and, and you, obviously you don't get paid, which I think a yeah. lot of people think we get paid to right. be on the show and we don't. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was crazy quick. And then once we started filming, it was, I mean, obviously they make you feel incredibly special. They do. Immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, They roll out the red carpet. It seems very glamorous, at least at first. Um, And if you're not accustomed to any of that, it comes off like, wow, this is really, really cool. Like, you know, the producers and the whole crew is, they're really amazing to you. They they want they, to be your best friend. They want you they to think really, that you're, you're their best friend. Yeah. I remember coming home and telling my mom after the, after I got dumped, like, Oh my gosh, my producer's my best friend. And then yeah. I watched the show and I'm like, Oh my gosh, what a bitch. You're not best friends. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, him and I, Ben was my bachelor. Right. Uh, and from the outset, I felt really good about the experience. Mm-hmm. Like the first night I got that little first impression rose thing. Right. And Um, I thought him and I really connected well, Mm -hmm. but then things went South really fast. Um, and I had a feeling, I didn't think I was the villain because I definitely didn't feel like I behaved in a villainous way while I was filming. I don't think so either from the clips that I saw Yeah, from the clips that I saw for sure. I felt that you, you, 
your personality. This is what I, I felt from from watching those clips. Before that, I had mm-hmm. no idea. I just knew you right. as a friendly, bubbly person. But from watching the clips, I, I gathered that you were an assertive person. And so you yeah. realize that this is your time and you're going to make it happen for your time. Like that's mm-hmm. there's other girls. It's a competition, I, you know, right. so you were going to get in there and compete. And I wanted to, for sure. Yeah. I think it was a combination of me being assertive and me also being incredibly naive. Right. Not knowing um, what to expect. Right. Well, it's like, I'm not going to make excuses. Like I right. could have said no to the suggestions from producers, but you know, they would say like, go grab him. Like right. he wants you to grab right. him. And I could have said no, but I remember at the time I was like, oh my gosh, he's why I'm here. Like I am assertive. Sure. I have to go after it. Right. So yeah, I'm not making excuses. I made mistakes, but like in the grand scheme, I never did anything with the hopes of being malicious or like right. hurting people's or hurting anybody on the, right. You were just, yeah, doing that was never exactly. my intention. Of course. And I get that. So, I totally get it because yeah. you, if you don't know the way things work and you do have yeah. a, um, an innocent way about you, like that you're a trusting person, you figure mm-hmm. that the, the producers are there for you, you know, to shine the brightest. Yeah. And so you don't it's realize how they use that. Lesson. Yeah. yeah. Same, same with me, like following yeah. cues. And I was older even when I did, you know, reality. Mm-hmm. So, but there were certain things that they told me they want, Oh, you're going to be the, you know, you're going to be the star this, that, and the other thing. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm you not going to do that. Be like a certain kind of person. I remember mm-hmm. going into it. I was like, I work in TV. Like I know how to handle right. producers and cameras, but like, I didn't work in that kind of TV. No, it's uh, a different angle. And yeah, <laughs> it's completely different. Yeah. And I was definitely, I put my trust in the wrong people. Yeah. I let the pressure get to me. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much. I mean, I yeah. literally completely self-destructed. I was overthinking everything. Right. I, was driving myself insane. I just wasn't helping myself at, in all of it. Yeah. And then it ended up just hurting me entirely. So what did you experience. find afterwards? Uh, and I'm, and I already know the answer to this, but how <laughs> was the trust factor afterwards and just Oof. general population? I mean, I lost faith in everyone, yeah. everything. Sure. I, my producer, I remember like sent me this book that was like something about strong women or uh-huh. something. And I, I mean, like, to me, it was ass. just, it yeah. was like a big yeah. F you. Right. And I threw it in the garbage and, and, um, I have not spoken with production After. in forever. Yeah. Like I, I went to a wedding recently of a big, uh, bachelor couple and all the producers were there. And honestly, it was really uncomfortable and they right. all tried to be like, oh, hi, Olivia. And I'm right. just like, I don't buy it. I right. don't, you know. Like you're so um, plastic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just don't buy it. Yeah. And I don't really care. I don't right. need to be it's friends like, with them. Right, because you have another life besides that. You didn't yeah. put all of your eggs in that basket. And I and, didn't need to do the show right. again. I didn't need them to like me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get that. But yeah, so I lost faith in that. I lost faith in, you know, like even... Um, just seeing how like the bachelor was talking about me to the public while the show was airing, like, not you know, it just like, it it all came together and just really disappointed me. And, um, I, I mean, I was very depressed for uh, a while. Sure. It takes a toll on you. Yeah. I was seeing like four different therapists just trying to find something that would work. And, um, I was in such a dark place and, 
And I, yeah, I lost faith in everyone. I mean, fans, mm-hmm. I, I used to be a bachelor fan. I used to be right. someone who loved the show and loved talking about it and sure. seeing the things that fans could say oh, made yeah. me like ashamed of being a fan. Cause right. I was like, Oh my gosh, I would never say something like that to I would anyone. Never have I watched a show and followed someone and told them they should die. And I also can't really be a part of a show that encourages people to oh, behave yeah. like that. Oh yeah. And I know. Like, and like ABC at the time was on their Facebook page, you know, putting clips saying like, how does, how do you think Olivia looks in this? Like encouraging people right. to pound yes. and, and like, and I just was like, oh my gosh, I can't, they're literally encouraging people to, to bully. bash you. And yes. then they'll go and say like, oh, you know, they'll Are do their okay? one little clip yeah. where they talk about anti-bullying. Like you got, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's such a, it's such a counter, uh, 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 I don't know. It's it just so bad. It's just because it just becomes we had the blogs too. Like, situation. Yeah. yeah on the website, we had blogs that we had to each week we had to blog about the episode. So we were, yeah. that was part of our contract. And then mm-hmm. they had in those blogs, they had a place for comments, the viewers yep. comments. And the stuff that would come, like you would say something, the sky is blue. Oh my God, you're so passive aggressive, Kathy. Like yeah. how, what? It was like, it was honestly. the craziest <laughs> stuff. And then you read some yeah. of that stuff and you're like, and then that's that. And then the social media aspect, oh, yeah, the, the way people like the other day, for instance, it's so funny. People assume that since you decided to do reality TV, you put your life out that there I asked for this. that I, you asked for people to be disgustingly <laughs> obnoxiously no. vicious to you. No, oh, I put my God, life out there. Yeah. I put my life out there, but we're still human beings. And yeah, I put po- my husband posted a picture the other day of us in Isla Mirada in Miami, you know, in Florida in the keys mm-hmm. of my, my children um, at the turn of 2020. So we were, it was January and he just said, mm-hmm. Looking at this picture, what a beautiful day it was. Um, who knew that 2020 was going to start out? It was was going to end up like this. You know, can't wait to for this to all to be over so we could start right, traveling again. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, what a glorious time that was. And somebody ripped into me saying, Ugh. glorious? People are dying. How dare you say this is a glorious time? And I was like, all right, wait a minute. What didn't you understand about what I just said? I'm I'm like literally terrified to post on social media right now because people are being so hard on each other. Oh my God. And it's it's a time where you should be spreading love and positivity and goodness. Like, are we not understanding or learning anything about this time? Like, it's just, it's crazy. No, it really is. So since, yeah, since the bachelor, so before that you were a news, you were a news reporter, Mm -hmm. then the bachelor came and you had this like mm-hmm. even instant fame with a whole new demographic yeah. nationwide. Yeah. And I'm sure that I, I'm again, forgive me. I don't know. Is um, the That's bachelor, okay. um, is it international as well? Is it seen? I mean, oh, of yeah, course on no, YouTube and like, stuff like that, the fan base must totally. be crazy. So everywhere yeah, like, you go, you're recognized. I mean, I, the U S yeah. was insane at yeah. that time. Like I remember, right after the show, I moved to New York because Uh I just like needed Needed a big change. And I would go to bars and I mean, it was just picture after picture or people staring at me. It was insane. I, I, I didn't even, 
you know, it's, it's crazy. And then actually at one point soon after the show, I went to New Zealand. I went on a first date in New Zealand. It was crazy, but, um, I got recognized multiple times in New Zealand. Like literally I was at a pizza place and the waiter was like, everyone in the restaurant is talking about how you're Olivia. And I was like, wow. So yeah, I mean, it, it is an international show. And then of course, a lot of countries have their own bachelor. So mm-hmm. like bachelor oh, right. Australia, sure, sure, bachelor, sure. Right. you know, so, so it it's like, that whole it really is, too. it's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. an international sensation. And I was Holy crap, not prepared for No, I know. I that. remember that first time. So we started filming and it was like it was crazy for me because we we started filming and then we started filming another season right after. Yeah. So we only had like a few weeks in between. So we were airing and filming at the same time. So crazy. I really didn't go out much. And then I remember no, it was yeah. the summertime. And we went to the Jersey Shore and my husband, we were with some friends and we weren't filming. And so my husband said, oh, let's go to the the boardwalk. There's a little bar there. Let's go hang out one place that we always went to before. And my husband had been out shopping, this, that and the other thing. But whenever I was out in public, I was filming. So there was security around. It was, you know, really um, pretty much closed off to everybody else. So I didn't know. People couldn't just come up to you. So I had no idea what to expect. I hadn't been to a grocery store, nothing. So we went out after, you know, it's like a year now of filming or maybe about nine months of filming. We went out to a bar and I hadn't been drinking, but everybody else was pretty much trashed in the bar. And all of a sudden, everybody started coming up to me. And I got, I had an anxiety attack because I was like, oh my gosh, what the yeah. hell is happening right now? I had no idea. And I didn't then you get uncomfortable it. and people then say, oh, well, she was, she yeah. was mean to me. She right. wasn't very friendly. I'm like, literally I'm being bombarded in a public place and I'm supposed to exactly. be like to everyone. Yay. Hello. Right. And everybody you? wants to kiss you Not and reasonable. hug you and yeah. like, and, and talk, you know, loud talkers after they're drunk, they're in your oh. face. And, and they, I was just and like, oh, I can't do this. And they're like, oh my God, that's Kathy Wakili. And they're like literally screaming it and you can hear it. Right. And you're like, and, I'm right yeah. here. You know, I had one person Weird. come up to me like I was a statue and just take a picture of mm-hmm. me like that in yeah. my face. And I was like, Wow. And I, you know what, if I had been prepared for it, maybe I would have been on guard a little bit, but I wasn't at all. So I didn't know what, (laughs) I didn't know what to expect. And now I'm totally, I totally get it. And I'm totally okay with, you know, people talking to me in public. I, you know, I, I actually welcome it. I don't mind it at all, but it was that first initial time. It was very overwhelming and I had to get out of there. Yeah. So I can imagine how crazy that must have been for you too. (laughs) Especially your 20s. You were 24, 23 at the time. time. Yeah. That's young. young. Yeah. That's really young. Yeah. So that's a lot. I can't believe I thought I was ready to get married at 23. I know. Yeah. Well, you don't know, you don't know until you live it. No idea. So then afterwards, before this, had you traveled as much as you like to travel? I mean, yeah, I would say like, I, I remember in high school, and maybe it was even going into college. You know how it was always the study abroad program yes, or uh-huh. whatever yeah. during the summer. I remember at a young age, like my dad said, I'd rather you study abroad than get a summer job. Like right. that was always something that, you know, travel was always important. Mm-hmm. It really took off uh, when, about when my sister was in college. So it was between like 20, 
12 or 2010 and 2014 Mm -hmm. was when my sister was a volleyball player and my mom was spending all this money traveling to all of her games. Right. But she was like, how can I like save a little money and help my family? So she got a job at Delta. Oh, okay. And then the whole family started traveling for free. And that's when things like really took off. And my obsession with traveling began. That's so great. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So and now I'm, I'm an addict. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's, it's, it's crazy. I feel it's the best education that you could give your oh, kids yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So no, when, so you started working at a Delta after, yeah. uh, after the yeah. bachelor, well, my, right? Um, I did. My mm-hmm. mom worked for Delta, uh, for two years before me, I was mm-hmm. still in the city, like working for a startup and kind of getting sick of that. Like I was born in New York, so I know what it's right. like, but I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't live here right now. Like I'm too stressed. And So my mom said, well, there's an opening at Delta here in Nashville. Like Mm -hmm. you want to come interview. So I flew down there. They hired me that day and I've been working for Delta ever since. And I mean, the great thing is like, yes, the company's benefits are incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can literally fly anywhere in the world for next to nothing, but I also love, I love Delta. I've, I only ever want to fly Delta. I love the work that I do, like interacting with people Mm -hmm. and solving problems and stuff. So, so it's been, it's only part time. I I get what I need out of it. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, but yeah, I, I, there's nowhere in the world that I wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, I'll go there. Like, honestly, I, I want to go everywhere. Yeah. I, I, everywhere. I always say, you know, I haven't been there, but it's on my list. Yeah. yeah. It's on my list. I haven't been yeah. everywhere, but it's on my list for Trust sure. Trust me, I'll be there one day. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I started this whole segment, this whole series travel Tuesdays, yeah. because, uh, well, I love to travel. My husband loves, to, we actually met on a plane. So, yeah. yeah so, uh, that addiction started for, and I started flying, as a very young child, my father always took us to Italy as kids. And I remember my favorite place to go was the international arrivals building Mm. at JFK. It was, I just wanted to sit there and watch people come in out, out of the terminal. I like to still walk up that terminal and look at where all the gates are going. Like Bogota and then South Africa. And then it's fantastic. It's just crazy. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And we traveled with the kids, my kids, very young. I think my daughter's first flight was when she was five months old. And yeah. I mean, we traveled so much with the kids really young and That's people good. used to say, how do you do that? And I said, you just don't yeah. think about it. You just don't do it without them. And right. so when you do finally travel without them, it's like, I think my kids were, Victoria was 13. The first time Rich and I took a solo trip and with, okay without the yeah. kids and we were like oh my god this is what it's like this is so easy yeah so yeah. it was we just didn't think about all the stuff that we had right. to bring we just did it and it just was second nature to us i mean we took so them fun to hawaii we took them to beirut as, you know when they were kids they were they went all over the place and they got used to delays canceled flights oh yeah um you know they got I, used to stuff all that even stuff. Phase me. Yeah. 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 The same That's with just part of life. Exactly. And we used to, you know, they were, they're with it. Like if you get delayed, right. it's just part of being able to travel all over the world and see different places. It's part of the education and you get used to it. You just find things to occupy yourself, you know, of course. Yeah. yeah of course. So it's great. So let's talk a little bit about all the fun places that you've been to. I was stalking Ooh. your Instagram like crazy. I, I mean, know. so I see that you're a big outdoorsy person. You love to go yeah. on hikes 
And you love I'm the wilderness. I'm a big hiker. Yeah. I love camping. Mm-hmm. I did the most epic hike of my life. I went to uh, Patagonia. Yeah, that looks which is so Argentina fantastic. Argentina and Chile. Um, and we did 100 miles and it was outrageously uh, wonderful. I love getting dirty and stinky and smelly. And then I also love the glamour glamorous part of it. Yeah. trips. So, so yeah, I love them both, which mm-hmm. I think makes me super well-rounded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Patagonia top, top three trip of my life. Yeah. I would say Iceland was incredible. We rented yeah. a van uh-huh. and drove 2000 miles all around Iceland and stopped everywhere. And it was just the most ridiculous country I've ever been to. So that's what I've heard there. Yeah. I've heard that my niece actually went and she said, and, and I found this shocking. She said, besides Italy, that was one of her top Mm -hmm. food destinations. She said the food was incredible. The fish was wonderful. The problem with Iceland is it's just so expensive. The the conversion is not great for us. Mm -hmm. So we actually stopped at a grocery store at the beginning of the trip and survived on peanut butter and jellies. We we gave ourselves like one nice meal every three days or so. Well, that was was good. A beer was like $16. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. The the conversion's rough, but it's just one of those places that like every turn, it, it's like t- 20 different places in one. Like at one point it looks like Mars and then it looks like a rainforest. And then wow. it looks like it's just, it the landscape is just so incredible. Yeah. From your so pictures. Incredible. Did you yeah. get a chance? Yeah. My, one of my, it's on my bucket list to see the Aurora Borealis where you, did you we catch did. it? We did. did. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So it's, I, I will say one of my best friends, uh, Brandy Cyrus is mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, I noticed you. Famous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, we do have a lot of opportunities. She'll get reached out to a lot by, you know, hotels or things mm-hmm. saying, Hey, like we'd love to, to have you or, or whatever. And, um, one of my best friends is a really incredible photographer. So she'll come and create content for their websites and right. stuff. So we, we you find get a ways to work, work while yeah, you're traveling. But like we got an offer to do this thing called the bubble in Iceland where you oh, literally like sleep in a bubble. Yeah. And yeah. that's where we saw the Aurora Borealis. And it oh, was like, that's incredible. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It was really That's cool. really beautiful. So, yeah. 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 So that's a lot of fun. Oh my God. And Banff yeah. looks so beautiful oh, too. Oh yeah. Banff was amazing. I need to do Banff again because unfortunately when my dad and I went there, they were dealing with some really bad wildfires. And so you literally couldn't see anything. Like it was completely um, covered basically, Mm -hmm. but it was still ridiculous. Um, and then, yeah, I've done South Africa twice. That was the trip I was just on before, before everything happened. Yeah. That was like just a week or so before you came home and it was uh, the outbreak. I got home the seventh and I think by the 12th. Yes. Like shit hit the fan. Yeah. 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 That's nuts. um, And it was so crazy because we didn't even know anything about it. Like when we were flying. Right. I didn't know anything. Nothing. Nothing. We had never heard the word coronavirus ever. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a great trip to remember before all of this happened, but yeah. It's kind so of you went to Tuala. Is that what it's called? How do you it's say It's called it? Tualu. Yeah. Tualu. It's spelled okay. T-S-W-A-L-U. Right. Um, and it's one of the, 
uh, Nat Geo has this list of, I think the hundred most unique lodges mm-hmm. in the world. And Tualu is one of those. Mm-hmm. And Brandy, uh, probably a year and a half ago went to South Africa because Miley was filming a show down there and she actually fell in love with her safari guide. Right. Oh, um, wow. Like they're legit still fell in love. Wow. Yep. So nice. They're still together. He's yeah. trying to move to the U.S., uh-huh. unfortunately. Um, the whole plan has been foiled, basically. Yeah. But but yeah, so so she goes down there a lot. And she always says, hey, come. Right. So I, I had the opportunity to go. And she had been reached out to by Tualu saying, hey, we'd love to have you. Right. And Reinhardt, her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. you know anyone else if you wanted. And that's so I nice. Said, yeah. I'm in. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we had, I think it was like four or five nights and it was just the most spectacular place yeah. I've ever been to. Yeah, oh my gosh. It's wow. just the, the, the footage that you, you put oh, out yeah. there was incredible. Like just yeah. so beautiful. I had no idea how beautiful it really was. You know, yeah. the, the animals I, like, on safari that you saw. Oh, oh they're outrageous. And I had so never, great. when I was in South Africa, couple years before. And we only did like a one day, like private game drive. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't even, so this, I had never done a proper safari where you wake up at 5am and you're out by six and then right. you come home and take a nap and then you got again. Like right. we just, I had never done that. And it was, we had the best guides. We all got so close mm-hmm. and, um, we, we still chat each other all the time. And that's nice. I just miss it. I want to yeah. go back. I want to yeah, like yeah. forget all of this. I know oh. it's, it's so sad. Yeah. So how yeah. do you pack for something like that? Like these, these trips, how do you, do you yeah, there, there must be so many things that you have to prepare for and you have to get shots yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So luckily South Africa, you don't need shots. So mm-hmm. I never had to do that. I've never been anywhere in Africa where you need shots. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming, yeah, that's a big part of planning. Uh, I'm a, I'm a huge planner. I'm not right. good at spur of the moment. Um, I'm not good at that. Like I'm very flexible, but I like having a plan. Like when we went to Iceland, I literally had an itinerary with like Google destinations. And, um, so yeah, so I'm a big planner. I like to have, um, everything we need to know at least on some sort of spreadsheet that I can send to everyone, uh, which is very dorky, but that's just me. No, I do the same Um, thing. I I actually, (laughs) I'm not as computer literate. So I draw a I draw a calendar. Hey, whatever works. (laughs) works. And then I say, okay, we're flying in this day. We're going to be at this city. Then from there, and then I get my map out and I say, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to see in that area? So I do a little bit of uh, planning in that respect, but then I just plan the destinations, how many days we're going to stay there. And then I play by ear. We play by ear from there on in. You need to have some sort of plan. Just be flexible. Things change, but have an idea. That's my advice. Me too. And then as far as packing, um, there's, I mean, I, I'm terrible at fashion. Mm -hmm. I, I, don't like to shop at all. I'm not interested in it. Right. So what I do before a big trip, I'll look at the weather and I'm actually a big, um, rent the runway person. Oh, okay. It's not an cool. ad. I right. pay for their service. Yeah. So I just rent a bunch of clothes before I go. And I literally, the, the best advice I have as far as packing slash not overpacking is literally planning outfits. Like yeah. this is my outfit for this day, yes. this day, this day, because Cause then you'll start throwing in just stuff, stuff randomly. And, exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. And like at the end of the day, like, yeah, is it fun to have cute, pretty outfits when you travel? Yeah. But like, 
I focus more on pieces that that I can get a couple days out of right. or things same, like that. Same for me. I don't, yeah. I don't like to check bags. I, I don't hate like to do that. The bag. I try to do as, as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not, especially as someone who flies standby and you never know, like if you don't get on, if your bag is going to go without you and stuff. Right. So, so yeah, that's my, my packing advice. Um, I did not do so well for Africa because, um, I had thought that, um, that it was going to be super hot in the desert right. and it was cold. And so night, I packed, right? I, yeah. And I, I packed one little like shawl, Oh wow! but I, I botched, I botched that trip, but, yeah. um, historically those things have worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you don't always win, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, packing yeah. it, I've, uh, we've gotten so much better over the years. We used to like yeah. all these things, but now I learned to miss him, you know, match things up and totally, um, you know, it's always the shoes that give me the hardest time. Oh yeah. Because shoes I really you're tried doing a lot of walking and then, yeah. you know, they, you need to switch off and you need Mm-hmm. you know, different things. So that's, that's always the challenge because your yeah. feet just for me, I don't know about I you, but with flying, love, um, do you swell? Oh, so much. Yeah. My ankles get so yeah. big. Yeah. Me too. So the to shoes those, are so um, difficult. Socks or whatever. The compression socks. Um, yeah. Compression socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then one thing that really has helped me actually that I just started doing in the last couple months was I bought those those space saver bags where you oh, literally yeah, you like shrink everything, press your clothes down. Yes, yeah. That's good. It doesn't help with weight really, but it helps with like Bulkiness. packing more into a smaller bag right. than you think you can. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, something that, that I, yeah, that's good. I've, I've used that also. <laughs> so what's been your craziest experience in your travels? Oh man. Well, actually probably the most recent, mm-hmm. um, we're no longer together, which is oh, a bummer. I was going to um, ask you about that. Yeah. But I did meet someone in Amsterdam who I grew to love very much. Uh-huh. And we, um, tried our hardest for to a relationship. Work, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's a combination of things, but coronavirus definitely did not help. Yeah. Um, but I was one of my favorite memories ever was, uh, basically falling in love in Amsterdam. Yeah. And, um, I was at, the Heineken experience, which mm-hmm. if you haven't been in Amsterdam, it's super fun. When is that, what month does that happen in? So it's, it's always open. Oh, okay. um, it's, it's basically the original Heineken brewery, oh, okay. this big building. And it's, it's not like a museum. It's like an interactive experience where you learn about Heineken and right. how it started. And then once you get to the bottom floor, you, you like pour your own pint and right. basically drink Heineken. Right. Um, so it's something fun to do if like it's raining that day or yeah. something like that. That's why we went. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I walked in the doors and, um, saw the most beautiful human I've ever seen. And of course I'm super shy, so I didn't say anything, but I could see him staring at me and my mom ended up asking him out. Oh, actually. wow. That's uh, so cool. Yeah. She, was she your asked him huh? to go to, Oh, she always is. She yeah. asked him to go to dinner with my family and he uh-huh. said, absolutely. I'd love to. Uh-huh. And he ended up coming to dinner with my family every night that we were there. Oh, and, so nice. um, if, you know, before the trip, like, you know, said we liked each other or whatever. And I went back several times afterwards and ended up having a really beautiful relationship with someone that, um, you know, obviously my heart still hurts about it, but, but it was a really incredible, like, experience that I'll always be able to share. So you've been back to Amsterdam quite a bit then. 
Yeah. 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 So I basically, I met him at Thanksgiving time of 2019 Uh and I had gone back to just at that time, I had also broken my foot so I couldn't work. Okay. Um, but I still had my travel. And so I basically went back and forth to Amsterdam in the U S like every two to three weeks. Oh, how fun. I had been there like five times and really fell in love with the city. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love. It's probably my favorite European city. Really? And the people um, are really nice yeah. too, right? The Dutch people are awesome. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't recommend Amsterdam enough. They speak English. They're really, really well. So there's no language barrier. It's small enough to where, you know, you can do everything in a couple days. Right. Um, it's beautiful. It's great. I love Amsterdam. Um, and then, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I would recommend that place. And then just, of course, like those kinds of experiences that you have traveling, whether it's, I don't know, something crazy, like falling in love or or anything like it's so, it's such a, it's so great and stuff that like, you'll never forget. No, no, it's really wonderful. I always tell people, you know, people nowadays travel a lot differently um, wardrobe wise than when I was traveling, when I was younger, when I was traveling, when I was, you know, you always, you made sure you look good. And I mean, even though I was wearing leggings and a big t-shirt, and heels and big hair and a, and a cowboy hat, you know, that's how I met my husband. And, but, um, nowadays, you know, people don't dress up to travel. I remember going no. to Lebanon and I wore a white suit, like Girl, slacks I like and a blazer. I do that. I <laughs> know. Like, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. And my kids are like, actually, you're yeah. dressing like that to travel. Yeah. That's, it's that's so what we did. Hysterical. Now it's just sweats yeah. and, you know, that whatever kind of is stuff. comfortable, exactly. whatever doesn't give me cankles. Right. Yeah. No, I, um, I'm actually in the process of, uh, getting my dual citizenship for Hungary. Oh, wow. Um, because I've always wanted an EU passport. It would yeah. make it super cool if I ever wanted to like work in the EU or something. And it just um, makes it totally, easier too to travel yeah, between you, countries totally, sometimes. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. You can go inner borders of the European Union yeah. easily. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm working on. That's been my newest project. So uh, who's Hungarian? Your dad, your mom? So my mom's my mom's mom's dad. So my great grandfather and then my great great grandfather. Right. Um, we're both a Hungarian and actually like still had um, property there. We had a winery out right. there. Oh, I've never nice. been to Hungary, right. which I find kind of embarrassing, but um, it's actually like one of the top five easiest countries to get dual citizenship okay. from. Okay. Um, they're basically, you just have to prove lineage mm-hmm. and we, it's been really fun to like look back on documents and find my grandma's dad's yeah. wedding certificate and so stuff. Cool. And yeah, that is, fun. yeah, it's been really fun. And I'm obviously things have completely stalled because the consulate yeah, is it's all closed, closed down. and the European sure. union is closed. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, but that, that is my new project as far as traveling is making it, uh, maybe easier to move from to different yeah, places. It is like yeah. people don't realize it. Like you, when you're going from country, you're going from country to country or you're flying yeah. in and you have to go through customs and all that other stuff. Oh yeah. That, yeah. You know, for European citizens, just, you know, and then, well, and it helps with visas too. Yes, like some so countries much you need a visa as a mm-hmm. U.S. citizen, but yes. not as an EU yeah. citizen. So the, it, it, I'm just always going to bring both of them. And, oh, absolutely. You know, Whatever works. See what easier. I need and, sure. and stuff. 
but yeah, I cannot wait. Oh, I can't wait to sit on an airplane. I know. Oh, I know. And some people dread being on an airplane. For me, it's just like second nature to me. It's like I prefer it over uh, a car. <laughs> I always say, like, honestly, flying in an airplane is like kind of like a sexual experience for me. Like when you're going from zero it to just, yeah, it's six hundred. Oh my god, it's so and great. You're just you're taking off, and I'm literally like. Oh my gosh, this is, this is it's so exciting. And yeah. It's so, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I love I it love too. It. Yeah. Everything about <laughs> it. I do. Yeah. But, you know, it's um, crazy. So, so yeah, I, I miss, I, I don't even know. I'm trying to, to plan things and I really can't right now right. Um, because so many borders are closed and sure. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm really afraid. I don't yeah. know. Are we going to be able to travel in 2020? Um, and then there's know. that, that level of like, as I was saying earlier, like I'm afraid to post things like, I know if we get the go ahead to travel and I do, are people going to judge me and think I'm selfish? And like, there's all these things that I'm well, just I nervous think about. The thing, the, the beautiful thing about, um, social media, the beautiful thing about human beings is we have the choice to be our own free will. And, and you know what? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a big problem for a lot of people that they need to open right. up their minds about that kind of stuff. What totally. may be good for you may not be good for right. someone else. And if you choose not to travel or you choose, if you're afraid of that, then, then you have to do what's right for you. But if someone, totally. you know, has a spirit that they just want to go, 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 you have to let them be, yeah. you know, as long as they're not my spirit. Exactly. As long as you're not endangering anyone else in the process, you know, that's, you know, that's a really important thing too. Like we're not being careless totally. and we're not being, and, and I'm sure no. that traveling before for you, you were taking precautions and you were being safer oh, about, yeah. you know, I think totally. the people that travel more, um, more often are a lot more aware of mm -hmm. the guidelines that they need to follow than the people that totally. are first time travelers. So yeah. you're more likely to have a bad experience if you're just a traveler that just does it every so often, then opposed to I someone do it all the time, yeah. girl, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, don't take it so I'm seriously. Crazy. Some things, you know? Yeah. I'm just, the, yeah. I don't know where the world is going to be. I know. And then you learn to crazy. appreciate how other people live too. That to me yeah, is totally. one of the greatest yeah. things about travel is mm -hmm. realizing, first of all, how lucky we are in this country. Totally. Oh and gosh. how, totally. how, convenient things are in this country opposed to other mm -hmm. countries. And so then you mm -hmm. appreciate their, the conveniences yeah. that we have, but then you also appreciate the, the, I don't know, the specialness of being in another country, mm -hmm. the way that they look at life, people from other countries totally. look at life in a whole different oh way. Gosh. And it puts living and puts you the whole human experience in a different perspective. Right. I try to take yeah. like, a piece of every country, whether it's even like a gadget, like every time I travel, I try to bring something home. Right. But I try to bring like lessons yes. and cultural differences home or like things that I appreciated there that I would love to bring to my own life at home. Right. Um, like little practices that some people oh, do. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. just like trying to learn some languages, mm -hmm. like especially now that we're stuck at home, I just got some app and I've been just trying to learn some different languages yeah. and stuff. Um, I'm not one of those people that likes to go abroad and just expect everyone to speak English for me. Right. Um, I think that's I a like big mistake try. of most travelers. Yeah. You know, they I like think, to try. Yeah. Yeah. Even <laughs> so. just hello. 
it's just or thank you or please or just little you know even i'm not gonna speak a sentence but at least i can tell my cab driver thank you yeah exactly and and i think that the i also love germany oh really yeah i saw you went to berlin right you went to berlin i love berlin i love germany people Germany. Yeah. I've heard that um, Berlin is just a great, great city. It's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah, Berlin. Yeah. yeah I haven't Germany been to Germany during Christmas countries. is like outrageous. It's, really? It's so great. Yeah. It's yeah. really pretty. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I've um, heard that. Um, everywhere. Yeah. Just go everywhere. Yeah. Please. That's it. Yeah. How about in the U.S.? Let's talk about that a little bit. How about in the U.S.? Yeah. What's your favorite destination? Well, so you live now in Texas? I live or, in Texas. Okay. Yeah. In that's Austin? where I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We've been living here since 2000. So, and that's a, a while. great city too. Um, 20 years. Dang, oh, wow. That's crazy. Austin, um, Texas is a really yeah, great uh, I, foodie city. I love right? Austin. Great foodie and great music. So, right. we've got, um, it's a great city. Mm-hmm. I love it. Do I see myself here forever? I don't really know because I'm a bit nomadic and yeah. I don't like sitting still for a long, for a time. long time. I love um, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I get a chance to go down to Tennessee quite a bit, you know, with the cooking school that I partnered with. Yeah. I have some work to do though, like in the U.S. Like I would love to go to Montana. Me too. Um, That's on the bucket list. Montana's And Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. Up there. I'm never up there. Yeah, that whole area, Utah. I'd love to go to a ranch and just spend some time on a ranch. I'd really love to do that. and I, I did a road trip, like when I moved to Seattle, I drove from Texas, you know, up the coast um, and, you know, through, I think it was like Nevada, New Mexico, oh, beautiful Utah. Oh my gosh. Talk so about a pretty. drive. Yeah. Talk about a drive. How long did like, that take you? I mean, I'm sure you I weren't on a rush. In, no. And I, of yeah. course I had a plan. Yeah. I, I stopped at two like major national parks or monuments okay. of some kind per day. Oh, that's um, nice. And sometimes it meant like going out of my way a little bit, but mm-hmm. I did it in about six days wow. and, uh, oh my gosh, like seriously amazing. Wow. Love. I love, love. that. Yeah. I love that. You're so excited and passionate about travel too, I because know. I'm uh, a bit nomadic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see myself like I, every day I want to move somewhere else. Like I'm just, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I just I like to see, I don't gypsy. like to settle somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love being yeah. home, but I do like knowing that I have a trip planned, you know, totally. that, and 100%. that's a rule with Rich and I, we always, before yeah. our, our last, before our last trip ends, we have another trip planned. So we totally, you know, it, we're like, okay, totally. we'll go home for a few weeks and then we have another trip planned. So let's go somewhere. Absolutely. So, but it's yeah. been nice being home, um, spending time with the kids. And, you know, I didn't yeah. ever expect that I'd be spending adult time this much time <sighs> with my kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like fun for th- maybe a month. Yeah. Like the first month I kept looking at myself and thinking like, oh, is this really happening? Like, yeah. is this not, we're not in a movie right now right. or something. Right. But yeah, now we're hitting what, like week eight, I think heading into week eight or yeah. seven or something. Yeah. Um, and now it's just, it's starting to lose its luster a little bit. It is. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it's same here. It's like, okay, (laughs) let's get on with this now. Yeah. But yeah, we will do whatever we need to do to keep everyone safe, you know? So, so I liked, um, I love, I could talk to you about travel forever, but, um, I like to ask my guests, what is their illy? So what is their illy? What, so what is the favorite thing that you love to eat? 
Where would you Ooh. love to live? What is something that you love to do? And what is your indulgence? Oh my gosh. My favorite thing to eat. Um, I mean, I want to try to make it sound like really elegant because right. you are so, um, I mean, French fries. Okay, I'm being no, honest. Are, yeah, I love this. Have, do you have disco fries in, in, um, in Never Texas? Never heard. D- disco Need fries are so good. Oh my They're gosh. French fries with um, brown gravy and, oh. and melted mozzarella. It's big oh, in New so Jersey. Like, um, like poutine. Poutine, kind of like poutine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and yeah. they're so good. Love. We call them disco fries because that's what you have at the end of the night after you're trashed. After the, being at the and disco, right. you go and have it's, disco fries. So I, I love disco. So yeah. got the alcohol. I mean, um, yeah. Definitely French fries. Oh, but I like, I do like to be like, we, I went to Belgium and had Belgian fries. Like, I, I do think I'm a connoisseur. Okay. So fries. where's the best French fries <laughs> that you've had? Oh man. I mean, probably Belgium. Like okay. so did, what, Belgian so fries different. are legit. What do they do? They're just like the perfect crisp. They're golden. Oh yum. They put mayo on them. Yeah. I'm oh. that'd be a no for me. Mayo. I, they're so good. Yeah. Mayo. I have Try. to, you know, I have family um, in Belgium. My mother's sister lives in Belgium. So I'm gonna have to go I out love there Belgium. and see them. Another yeah. place I love. Fly to Brussels. Yeah. Drive chocolate. around. Go to um what's that place I went to in Belgium? Bruges. Bruges. Okay. Bruges. Bruges. Beautiful. Um, awesome. But yeah. Okay. So food, French fries. <laughs> okay. That works. That's easily oh, done. That's so embarrassing. Well, listen, uh, mine is pizza. Want, so, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 Ranch dressing, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I love ranch dressing on pizza. Um, where I want to live. Oof. <sighs> um, I mean, I, I do still, I would love to live in Europe for uh-huh. at least a time in my life. That's nice. I'm not really sure where I loved. Um, I loved Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see myself living in Denmark or even Norway, but uh-huh. I, I just, I have to, I have to move there at some yeah. point and spend an maybe. extended amount of time there. That's nice. Yeah. And so then maybe just be there forever. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Maybe. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what was what it? Love Liv, to do. I, well, love to do. I already kind of know what you love to yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, besides traveling, I'm addicted to reading. Okay. Yeah. I noticed like, you have great book selections. Yeah. yeah. I read my goal for the year is 65 books and I'm 20 in right now. I'm, Good. I'm, cool. I'm, my head is always in a book. So that's probably that's great. what I love. And then, um, what was and your indulgence, your, indulgence, your favorite indulgence. Yes, and it could indulgence. be anything. It could be whatever, anything. It doesn't um, have to be food. For me, I'm very particular, um, but it's going to be Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Uh-huh. It has to be from New Zealand. Okay. I have to remember um, that. I'm such a diva. Like I refuse to drink Chardonnay. I won't do it. It's like, yeah, to me, um, so you like the even, crisp, crispness. I love of crisp the, yeah. and light. And yeah. it's just so funny. Cause my ex literally like at night he would, he would have a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc for waiting for me. Aww. And I ha- it's a, it has to be a certain temperature. That is my, I could never give that up. I feel almost like it's sinful for me. Uh-huh. But that for sure. Great. Sauvignon Blanc from great, New Zealand. Great. Yeah. And I didn't ask you what your, your favorite place was that you've traveled to. So I want to oh know that before gosh, we that's close. So hard to answer. Um, honestly, I think one of my favorite places I've ever been is New Zealand. Really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. New Zealand is, um, especially the South Island of mm-hmm. New Zealand 
is just stupid pretty. Really? And what's it called? Like, um, so that you fly when you go to the South Island of mm-hmm. New Zealand, you fly into Christchurch, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, and um, you just do literally, I'm a big fan of a, a place where I could rent a car and Me just too. drive Me and too. sleep. Yeah. So and that's a place where you can drive through these just like ridiculous parks and see insane oh, water. And yeah. oh my God, like New Zealand is a must, at least the South Island. Yeah. I would the love North to Island do that. is cool, but South is like mm-hmm. gorge. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Or Iceland or Iceland, yeah. I would say. Wow. Sure. So you like, yeah. so I'm getting a mostly you like cold or not cold, but outdoorsy, not so much beach destinations. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Yeah. I'm you want to see, you want to, <laughs> you want to adventure. I'm not, I don't, I would get so bored if I sat on a beach for like yeah. three days. I can't yeah. do that. Um, okay. but like I would do Costa Rica, like right. somewhere where it's outdoors. Rainforest. Yeah. Yeah. Mountains. But also, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. I like having the best yeah. of both worlds like that. Totally. I love the outdoors, totally. but I also love that there's, there's a coast right. somewhere, you know, I love that. Right. But yeah. I am not going to sit on a beach, beach with a pina colada. Mm-mm. Nope. Not you. Mm-hmm. No. Great. Not my vibe. Nope. <laughs> well, I yeah. can't wait to hear about your next destination and see <gasps> it on Instagram. Know. Where can people find you and tell us a little bit about oh. your podcast and, yeah. uh, you know, we didn't even touch on that yet. I know. Crazy. Well, my Instagram is at Olivia Caridi, which is C-A-R-I-D-I. I'm not great at posting regularly, but when I do go on a trip, I post some fire content You do, and answer a lot of questions about mm-hmm. traveling. So that's kind of my, my shindig. Right. My podcast, as Kath said, is called Mouthing Off um, as an ode to my facial expressions on The Bachelor. Yes. Um, it started mostly as interviewing people from the bachelor Mm -hmm. and since then has evolved into interviewing reality stars from every show, right? Like the real housewives of New Jersey, which is how we met. Um, cause I watch everything. Yeah. Um, and it's great. I, I have people on from love is blind from the housewives franchise from the bachelor Mm -hmm. from big brother, like no matter what you watch, there's going to be someone on the podcast who you want to hear from. Right. Um, and yeah, yeah I love it's been it. three years of that. Dang, yeah, so crazy. fun. Yeah, so yeah. fun. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So check out Olivia's podcast, Mouthing Off with Olivia. Um, you are going to love it. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. And um, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, of course. I hope to have you back again soon when Please. we can talk about your latest trip. I mean, please, like, yeah. come on mine all the time. Yeah. I come on yours all the time. The Sounds conversation good. is good. So yeah, let's and hopefully we'll meet up one day in some <laughs> foreign land. That'll I be know. wonderful. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll come up north. Yeah. Sounds good. One day. Sounds good. I'll, I'll cook for you. I'll cook <laughs> yeah. for you and have you at my kitchen table for real. You got it. I want a cannoli. You got it. Oh, that's so funny. Well, thanks again. Hello, well. Thanks again for being here. You're you're always so much fun. Thanks. And say hi to your family. I will. You too. Stay safe and healthy. (laughs) Get off to your workout. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm trying. Bye. Me too. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you all for joining us. And we love you. And you've been great. You've been an awesome audience. And we wish you well. Till next week. Ciao. Ciao.